0: Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Herman de frente. Lanza. Swing. Rolantazo duro. Daros la tiene. Daros en la primera. Perfección. Domingo Germán. San Pedro de Macoris, República Dominicana. El cero del uniforme. Y ese es el total que se le Saddle, settle, settle, perfecto, Domingo, perfecto.
1: I understood perfecto. That means perfect.
2: Yeah, I heard the names too. Donaldson, Herman. Yeah. You know what else I know? That's our guy. Welcome back. It is the Midday Show. Hugh Douglas, Show. Julia 215-592-9494. We see you on hold. We'll get to everyone's phone call here on the Phillies, on James Harden, as the opt-out is looming here, the decision for Harden. But last night we had some history in uh, baseball. Perfect game last night—the first one since 2012. It's been a long time since so we had a perfect game. There was a run for like three or four years. We had a bunch of them, including Roy Halladay. Uh, but the first one in about a decade, Hugh. That was Ricky Ricardo on the call—the Yankees Spanish broadcast, of course, with us at WIP and the Eagles Spanish broadcast. Um, Hugh, I got to say though,
1: I'm not really sure that counts the perfect game last night. <laughs> what
2: you mean? He did it, it against
1: count. the A's. Don't matter. They it, have. Is are the A's a professional baseball team? Barely. <laughs> okay, they're leaving. I understand they're about to barely. Leave. But they're a professional baseball team. Well, they get paid to play. I don't know if yes, that means they're professional. I, I think it's it's because of the pitcher. is not a, a household name. Yes, yeah, Domingo Vermont. Yeah. yeah, you're having a problem with that. But it, it counts. It so, counts. It goes down in history books.
2: I mean, I'm half kidding. I mean, they do have. I mean, they have four guys in their lineup hitting 201 or worse. It's a terrible baseball team. Obviously, you know. Congratulations to the guy who did it. But I, I'm actually a little bit salty. You guys know in in our fantasy baseball league, I went up against Domingo Armand last night,
1: and <laughs> that's why you saw it. the team that I'm
2: playing, <laughs> Tucker's team, had him. So like, yeah, I had to deal with that last night. But yeah, that's a good call there by Ricky Ricardo. Yeah, it was it was a good call. Rick, Rick- wait a minute, Ricky Ricardo for real? Is that was that's name? our that's Ricky? Yeah, It's our guy Rick. He does a, yeah he does Yankees, Spanish, and the Eagles. Spanish. No, you know
1: when I, when I this is probably too young. No, you thinking about? This. I love Lucy. Yeah, 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 the Babalu. Yeah, yeah, same name. <laughs> yeah, Ricky Ricardo. Yeah, it's a
2: different guy, but the same name. Yeah, that's our guy Rick, who's uh, he, he's Ricky Ricardo does has a lot of those calls that go viral. He has when there's a big Sound moment. Ricky. Do we? We don't happen to have the the Chicago Bears the, the double doink. No, Senor. Oh man, uh, it's got to be in here somewhere. I'll, ha, I'll pull right. it up, I'll pull right. up. Hugh. A couple years ago. I'm Remember that now. When the Eagles won the playoff game against the Bears, the double mm-hmm. doink game, with the Bears missed the yeah, field goal the at the doink, end. Yeah. Ricky's call. Here it is. Here's Ricky's call. It is one of my favorite sports moments in just radio calls I've ever heard. Here it was.
0: La temporada está en el pie de Cody Parkey. 43 yards. El snap. Le mete el pie. Distancia, dirección. Le dio el pote. ¡No! ¡Falló! ¡No, señor! ¡No, señor! ¡No, señor! ¡No, señor! ¡No, señor! ¡No, señor! ¡Los hijos se van con la victoria! ¡Ay, papá! ¡No, señor! ¡No, señor! ¡Chicago! ¡Chicago! ¡Nos vamos para New Orleans! ¡Philadelphia gana el partido! ¡Le dio el poste! ¡Le dio el poste! ¡Y falló! Do you,
1: do you know what I remember about that Cody Parky game? Is the Bears fan leaving the stadium that did? I guess it was the TikTok that went viral. Yeah. Oh, and he talked. He called Cody Parky everything but a child of God. <laughs> he did. He called him everything. That was not even a long kick either. No, it wasn't. I mean, they should have won that game, and they did. He was mad at Cody Parky. You know what? The, um, the unfortunate thing with Cody Parky was. In that situation, I you know, he the the way the the threats and stuff that his family got after bad. that game, it was, it was bad. pretty bad. Yeah,
2: it was bad. Also, bad miss kick and upset the Eagles to the division round. Uh oh! Before we go any further, you know, you know what that is? Uh, it's impromptu. Uh, yep. L. hey, there he is, Al Morgani, popping on impromptu. What's up, Al?
3: What's happening, guys? I can't get enough of that that, that Ricky call. It's so good. It was. It was- It was so perfect after the, you know, Kawhi Leonard goes one way and then the ball doinks the other way. It's just the difference in sports just (laughs) – Bounce one way or the
2: other. Yeah, it is. Al, I'm glad you called in today because we definitely want to hit on and ask you about what the Flyers did last night and what they're doing right now. But I just because, you know, we just were talking about it and Hugh gave his version of the story. Hugh, I mean, Al, what's your memory of all those years ago, obviously with Angelo in the Morning Show, with, with all that drama, not just with Hugh and T.O., but just the T.O. thing that went on and on and on during that time?
0: It
3: was uh... – It was great for radio. It's why Philadelphia market's so good. I mean, just everything that went on with T.O. I mean, in addition to just being a terrific player on the field, he just provided that craziness that makes Philadelphia a unique market. You know, the the sit-ups in the driveway, all that, the the fight with Hugh, all of that just made it like it's what makes Philadelphia just a crazy, crazy market. And it's like, you know, people say, how could you do – radio for 30 years or whatever well it's simple every day you get up and there's, there's a bigger jackass <laughs> 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 it's, like, it's, like, it's like like if you if you do something really bad you, i just tell people don't worry about it in three days somebody will do something dumber
1: <laughs> yeah basically
2: <laughs> well al especially with the news cycle these days everyone's upset at one thing <laughs> and then three days later they're upset at, they forgot what they were upset about three days ago
3: Oh yeah, it's like it's just go. It's just you, we get t- you get bored with it. It's like crazy. Like, yesterday, I'm um, you know I'm doing whatever and Twitter's blowing up. I don't know what you what you did, Hugh, but it was like you're on my timeline. Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh Al, we're we're, we're gonna, we're gonna <laughs> like, get we're gonna
1: get to that a little bit later, but it's <laughs> it, Here's the thing, Al. Like people don't comprehend just like basic. They don't have basic reading skills. I I mean and, 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 and it was one of those things where I, I can't I can't say it any plainer than the way that I said it, but people just went bananas when I said that I would take in a one game winning situation, I would take yeah. Michael Vick over Nick Foles. I didn't say which game, Al. I I didn't say Super Bowl. It the question was well, presented to me one game, who would I take at quarterback? And I, I took I'm Vick. And, uh, and, and 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 that's too- all
2: I said. Well, but- uh, you're crazy too. Well, it's Nick Foles. <laughs> you're both nuts. No, I wouldn't. I'd,
3: no, no. I look at the. I just look at the. I mean, for that, you can't pick that game. I mean, you just can't. You know that particular game. But if you told totally, me throughout most of their careers, I, I, I'm sorry, I'm with you on this one. Well, no. Listen, <laughs> I, I do think.
2: I mean, obviously, Vic was more talented, right? There's no question. He was the number yeah. one pick in the draft. He's one of the most skilled. But did Vic ever play? I mean, he had, he had games here and there. But did he ever play at a super level for, like, Nick Foles had seven touchdowns in a game. N- that Nick was Foles in the Super Bowl. Seven touchdowns.
1: Nick Foles had a phenomenal run. But I'm going to tell you, as an yeah. ex-player, it, the, the person that I would love to have back there at quarterback is Nick Foles. It's Nick Foles, is Nick Foles you because not, you know why? You could have taken him down easily. He ain't going nowhere. No, I, you I understand know, that. Like, and, and, <laughs> and, and this is the thing, Al, that that when people – because it became, you know, no sports, you don't know this or that. But you know what I do know? I do know what it feels like to be on the field with Michael Vick live and in action. And I know what it feels like to be on the field with a quarterback like Nick Foles.
2: It's different. Yeah.
1: It's, it's totally different. Yeah. Michael Vick is a threat to score at any damn time during that game. And so if you're asking me, I'm not talking – and I wasn't talking about the Super Bowl. I would never disrespect Nick Foles and and take away what he did for this city. I was asked in a one-game winning situation, who would I take? And to this day, I will still take Michael Vick over Nick Foles. Well,
3: I can understand it. I wouldn't take any guy on the U.S. Olympic team from 1980. (laughs) <laughs> to win any game but in that particular game there was nobody better in the world yeah
2: well and and, and moments that, like that happens with teams with players it, it it does happen all right you brought up hockey al so we got to ask you so last night uh the flyers were able to get a player that from what i understand al, and you could shed some light on it is probably way better in terms of just ranking the prospects than where he went where the flyers got him al tell us about the first round pick and, and give us your thoughts on what they did last night and, and what it all kind of means here
3: I mean, the one caveat is obvious. You've got the whole Russian angle, which is the only reason he was there. And I find, this, um, I find this a really interesting pick because the Flyers worked so hard to get to know the player even a little bit before the draft, um, to have interviewed him twice. Nobody could get to this guy, uh, to try to kind of peer into the soul a little bit to see about chances of him coming over how much you really wanted it it's very difficult you know you're dealing with a kid anyway then you're dealing with a russian kid and you don't really know what you know if you are going to draft somebody that high you you really want to kind of know what makes them tick mm-hmm. and i think as much as anything joe and Hugh, it was the ability to, to buy into him as a person to be willing to take this risk i mean let's face it none of us have really seen him more than one or a couple of times in you know world competitions but you trust the numbers. to You know, break all of Ovechkin's records. That's pretty darn good uh, to be able to do that. To have a skill level that's remarkable. To have the Flyers go for a game breaker like that. And the risk you run is you just don't know with the Russians what's going to happen in two, three years. I, I would bet, for me, I think I would bet on him coming over sooner rather than later. You just don't know what ground rules that are going to be. But I think that they were definitely sold on the fact that this guy really wants to be here, which is nice, you know, with the Flyers not having won in so long. And I think people still forget the Flyers brand throughout the world, especially the Russia, where, you know, the thing with the, you know, the Flyers have a history, so to speak. Uh, it still pretty, looms pretty large. So I, I, was, I was thrilled with it. I never thought, I never thought that that was going to be able to happen. I thought the Capitals we're going to somehow jump up that Ovechkin was going to talk him into trying to get this kid before the Flyers had a shot. But they they did their homework again. Give Danny Breer credit for talking to this guy a couple of
1: times. So, so Al, like how, I know that the Flyers are trying to get young and get draft picks and everything. How long do you think this process is going to take for the Flyers to be somewhat competitive? Somewhat.
3: Um, in hockey, you're somewhat anyway because you're only the – Goal away or whatever. You can, you can. If you outwork a team in a, in, a, in a game, you'll probably win your share. But, to, I mean, to have a chance, a playoff chance, I think you're two years away. I don't mm. think this year. But I think what's, what bothers me a little bit now is there are people trying to spin this thing that the Flyers are doing, this hinky thing. That, I, I don't find that at all. The Flyers didn't tank to get this. There's a, somehow it's being spun now, like what's the difference between what the Flyers are doing and that, that thing that Henke tried to pull off? Well, the difference is this isn't a, an engineered disgrace. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's not that way. They're going to, every night, you know, they're going to go out and try to win games. And you'll say, well, the Sixers didn't have the talent yet, but they didn't have demands from their coaching staff, from their management, to try to go out and march into every game. The Flyers got this pick and they didn't tank a game last year. They just weren't that good. But there wasn't this this uh, this this billboard like you know let's loo- you know lose for so and so, and they got him. So I, I find that a little bit that's a little bit disturbing to me. Yeah, they're, they're, there's no doubt they're in a rebuild. And I guess you could argue the semantics of it, but I don't think that they have like the Sixers thrown up a big billboard that says. You know, no, no, you know, no contend, whatever that word is that that you use in boxing. Plus, Al, not.
2: with with Tortorella here, it's just hard for me to imagine. Like when next year starts, obviously, we don't, none of us think they're going to be that good, but like I can't imagine it will be like when Brett Brown first got here and he he said he had gypsies. Like Tortorella yeah, will I, try to, they'll try to win as many as they can next season. I would imagine.
3: Well, yeah, and Tortorella. I mean, this is a wild. It's a it's a very interesting. Kind of dynamic that's gone on you're playing for a coach that like how many front offices would would put up with a tortorella basically they could get nothing for kevin hayes because he wasn't going to play for tortorella that's or or tony d'angelo i mean it's like okay they, they can't make you know they can't make amends or whatever so okay the coach is like i'm not gonna play him basically is what it amounts to but the flight but because they're going through this i think danny brier's trying to walk both sides of this line Yes, we're going to rebuild, but in the meantime, I'm not going to let a culture into my room or whatever that you know it's just going to be whatever. You know, just just go out and uh, skate. No, no, it's not going to be the case. The coach has a lot of has a lot of gravity here. Eventually, it'll blow up. You know, when you get further into this whole thing, I think. But at this point, they need that in their locker room to, with these kids. It's like whoever's going to be a part of this, we are not putting out a a uh, sign out front.
2: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSC. It is a difference, and it's going to be interesting to watch. Al, we appreciate you hopping on. We're going to go back to yelling about Nick Foles and Michael Vick now, right? <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, have a good
2: one, guys. <laughs> All right, there he goes. Impromptu Al there, giving us his thoughts. So it's interesting. He, he, he doesn't see the similar. Like, a lot of people have made that. Even Sam Hinkey chimed in yesterday, and he he kind of gave a nod to the Flyers. Well,
1: because it, it, it was the the whole, I think, the, the process thing. Yeah. Is that that's what got people going. I hear what I was saying. Because Danny
2: Breer used, used the word, the, or the, word, yeah, the cause process. Yeah, it's, because
1: it's it's one of those things right now. We're, we're kind of, we're scarred by that right now. Because that that's immediately what, what, what Philly fans think. They're thinking, oh, here, here we go again. And the last one really didn't work, so no <laughs> yeah. one wants to hear yeah. it again. Yeah. i, I try to hear that.
2: Man. When I, and I think, there, there, I understand Al's point, and they'll probably try to win games next year not lose on purpose, but there are some similarities when you take a player that might not play for it. It's, it's I mean, the Sixers took Joel Embiid. He was hurt. Like, well, yeah, it's, it's, there's some similarities to that.
0: The word for it is rebuilding. I mean, they're a rebuilding team. Like, you have to tear down before you build back up. And, you know, building up is developing players. That kind of stuff takes a while. But I agree with Al's point. Like, they're not doing the process simply because they didn't do it intentionally. Like, they didn't suck on purpose. They just sucked. Like, they, they, were, they, try, they actually tried to put a competitive roster out there last season. I mean, my God, did they fail. But they had signed like older players, and th- with, with the intention of going out and trying to compete in the playoffs. And I mean, they failed miserably in doing that. But it wasn't for lack of trying. Like they just uh, it- the difference between this and the process is intent.
2: Yeah, and that's really what what really matters because the process was full intent. Two one five five nine two nine four nine. Let's get back to the phone nights here, and we'll have an update for you in just a couple minutes. On Harden's thinking, the latest from Woj here as the opt-out deadline is approaching in a few hours. John is in Mount Laurel.
1: Hey, John. Hey, how you doing? What's going on, John? <laughs> going hey, John. On? What's hey, going you? on? How you doing? You know, you know, excuse me.